Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Kim Rochelle Berry. Mm. I just turned my Instagram camera, I'm sorry. Good morning. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. I wanna be where you are. Yeah. I gotta be where you are. <laughs> I wanna be where you are. My God. I gotta be where you are. Good morning. I want to be where you are. Good morning. Hey, Ricky Irving. Hey, Paula. Good morning. Hey, Shamika. Shamika, if you have a particular prayer request, email us your prayer request um, so that we can pray for you as a whole. We definitely are praying. Be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Thank you, Lord. Be where you are. 
Gotta be. Hey, Rhonda Dickerson, Marion. My coffee is good. <laughs> I wanna be where you are. I'm proud of you, Deshauna Austin, and you know what I'm talking about. I just, just watch God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're not in it, I don't want to be there. My God, if you're not in it, I don't want to be connected to it. You are. <laughs> Gotta be where you are. Wanna be where you are. Mm. Gotta be where you are. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord God. Do me a favor, go ahead and share the video, drop it in someone's timeline, send it in someone's um, inbox on Instagram. If you're on YouTube, send them the link. But let's go ahead and get the gospel absolutely everywhere. Gotta be where you are. Mm. Where you are, gotta be where you are, for your glory, yeah, I will do absolutely anything. Well, good morning, good morning, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. That was Tasha Cobbs, for your glory, I'll do absolutely anything and i feel the exact same way for your glory for your glory for your glory i'll do absolutely anything show us your glory manifest your glory in our life i'm studying on the glory now i'm always reading reading and studying anything but how the glory is done through our actions and that's actually what we've been talking about how the glory is done in our actions how he manifests the glory through us and how we love others in our relationships and how we treat others. So for your glory, I'll do absolutely anything for your glory to manifest in every area of my life, for your glory in my finances, for your glory in my purpose, like for you to get the ultimate glory out of my life. Because when I enter the gates, when I enter the gates, when I see my husband, when I see my grandmother, when I see my aunt, when I see them on the other side of the gates, when I see them, I, I, want to, I want to hear him say, well done before I cross over and love all of them for like his glory. I'm not satisfied until I know he is getting the glory out of every area of my life. And I hope you catch the same fire. I hope you catch the same, same fire um, for, for, for his glory. Um, uh, well, we're going to pray and then we're going to get into the word today. I am just welcoming God into this place and I hope you welcome him in today. Every day, welcome him into your house. Ask the Holy spirit to be with you. Submit your day to the Holy spirit, submit your thoughts to the Holy spirit, submit your mind to the Holy spirit, submit yourself daily to the Holy spirit. Ask the Holy spirit to come in to to be in you, 
um, to me through you, to work through you. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up, to fill your cup. And I promise you'll see the power of God evidence in your life. You cannot do this life this season without the Holy Spirit. You cannot, you cannot. And so if you need more wisdom, if you need more grace, if you need more love, if you need more power, you're going to experience all of those things through the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome you into our day. We welcome you into our life. We will not quench you. We will not grieve you. Fill our cup. Fill us up this day. Give us the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding that we need for this day. I thank you for Jesus. Jesus, give us your holiness. We want to operate in the mind of Christ. We want to see you in our home. We want to see you in our lives. We want you to be the center of everything. For you were already bruised for our iniquities, chastised for our peace and by my God, your stripes, we are healed, Lord God. That means we are whole. We are sound, Lord God. So we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. In every phone call, in every text message, in every email, in every post, in every conversation. We thank you, Jesus. You are the center. We thank you. We operate in the mind of Christ. We bind our mind to the mind of Christ and we bind our will to the will of God. For you said whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven, Lord God. And we loose your peace, prosperity, joy, strength, all of that into our lives today. We're binding that to our lives and we loose complaining. <laughs> oh, we, we, we send those away. Injustice, we send it away. Dissension, we send it away. And we thank you, Lord God, this morning for your candidness with us. We thank you for the counselor. We thank you. We are growing in grace, Lord God. We thank we operate in your truth, Lord God. Lord, shut our mouths when we're going to say something that doesn't honor you, that doesn't glorify you. Give us wisdom and when to use our words. Let us not be careless with our, with our words. Let our words only be for edification, for truth, for your glory, for your justice. Let us not waste time today, Lord God. Let us be good stewards of our time. Let us be mindful of our time. Let us be anxious for absolutely nothing, taking everything to you in prayer and with thanksgiving, knowing that you are the God that is going to answer us. And then the peace that passes all understanding will flood us. Load us with our daily benefits. Give us our daily bread, Lord God. We thank you for our daily bread. We honor you. Thank you for keeping us from evil. Expand our territory, increase our capacity to do more for you, Lord God. And look, Enlarge the place of our tent. Give this devotional more territory for you, Lord God. Give this devotional more territory. Put it on every timeline, Lord God. Put it in every inbox, Lord God. Send it out to the nation. Send this ministry out to the nations, Lord God, so that we can be do more glory for you, Lord God. Increase our capacity. Increase our resources, Lord God, so that we can feed the sick, so that our prison ministry can grow. My God, I thank you, Father God. I thank you for all the places you are sending us today, Lord God. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your glory. Let us do more for your glory, Lord God. Increase our capacity to discern you. Give us a word of knowledge. Give us a revelation. Let miracle signs and wonders follow us daily, Lord God. Let us understand the authority that we have through Christ Jesus. Let us magnify you in all that we do. My God, let it be for your glory. Let it be for your glory. Let us live line upon line and precept upon precept. 
My God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Open up the doors for us, Lord God. Open up the doors for us. Give us a divine witness today. Let us trust you. Let us trust you. Let us trust you. Let us trust you. Lord God, we trust you even when we don't understand. Thank you, 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 Lord. We trust you when we don't understand. Give us the mind of Christ in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. I thank you for your people today, Lord God. Show yourself strong in their lives, Lord God. Show them, show yourself strong in their lives, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. You are sovereign. I thank you. You are just. I thank you. You are fair. You are loving. You are kind. You are merciful, Father. And we thank you. 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 We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 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 We put our trust in you. We love you so much, Daddy. We love you so much, Daddy. We love you. We love you. We love you, Lord God. We love you. We love you. Just tell him how much you love him today. Just tell him, not predicated based on anything. Just tell him, God, I love you so much. God, I love you so much. Lord, I love you so much. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you, God. Thank you. Thank you for your gentleness. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for vindicating me, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my home. Thank you, Lord God. I love you. Thank you for my car. Thank you for resources, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for my health. My God. Sometimes we take good health for granted. Thank you for my health today. Thank you for my eyes to see and the activities of my lamb and my feet. Lord God, I thank you for restoring my body. I thank you for my vocal cords. I thank you for my lips. I thank you, Father God, for my hair. I thank you, Lord God. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I don't care if it's two or three strands of hair. Start thanking him for what you got so more can grow. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you for my neighborhood. Thank you for my city. Thank you for my state. Thank you for my nation, Lord God. I'm not going to complain against my nation because because even though it may not be right, this nation allows me to preach the gospel, the freedoms. Thank you for my nation. Thank you for the White House. Thank you for the president. Thank you, Father God, for just my governor, Asa Hutchinson. Thank you for Frank Scott, my mayor, Lord God. I thank you for my councilmen, my um my city directors, Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that you are going to get your glory out of my neighborhood. I thank you for my apartment manager. I thank you for the maintenance people. I thank you for, Father God, for our school that you allow us to go to the school. I thank you for the scholarships for the boys. I thank you, Father God, that their tuition gets paid every month. I thank you, Lord God. My God, I thank you for keeping us from danger seen and unseen. I thank you for the administrators and the teachers who love my children, Lord God. Thank you, Father God, for giving me a community to live in, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I bless your name. I praise you. I magnify you. I glorify you. I thank you for my grandsons, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for the new grandson that's coming. I just thank you for my sons. I thank you, Lord God, that they are great and they are waxing strong and that they are the men of God that you called them to be. 
Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that they are coming into kingdom. They are walking into purpose. Lord God, I thank God for you. I thank God that you are logged on. I thank God for your telephone service, your internet service. I thank God that he is providing for you. I'm asking God to open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you like never before. Meet them, Lord God. Fulfill their need according to your riches and glory. I thank you, Lord God, for provision for them daily, Lord God. I thank you that they walk in good health. I thank you they are in the mind of Christ. I thank you you are opening doors that no man can shut. I thank you, Father God, for provision, for protection. I thank you they are walking in good health, Lord God. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for our businesses. I thank you for the kingdom women and kingdom entrepreneurs that you are bringing into kingdom. I thank you for the resources they need, Lord God. I thank you for provision and protection, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are in the prisons right now, Father, that you are touching the heart of the prisoners, that you are touching the heart of the guards, that you are touching the heart of the wardens. I thank you, Father God, for our prison systems, Lord God, that will become holy, that will be sanctified and set apart for you. I thank you. You are sending kingdom into the prison system, Lord God. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for justice. I thank you for peace. I thank Thank you for protection and provision, Lord God, in the prison systems. I thank you, Father God, for school systems that glorify you. I thank you for kingdom entrepreneurs and kingdom people in place in the school systems. I thank you for protection. I thank you that a hedge of protection is set around us and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you. You are teaching us, Holy Spirit, how to rightfully divide the word of God. I thank you for positioning us to prosper for kingdom. You can ask God to position you to prosper for kingdom. I thank you for stewardship. I thank you we are stewarding over our relationships. I thank you we are stewarding over our finances. We are stewarding over our time. I thank you for kingdom marriages, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that this word is resurrecting and opening doors Lord God, to healthy relationships and marriages. I thank you for kingdom parents and kingdom children, Lord God. And I thank you for your glory. 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 Thank you for your glory. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. You are so wonderful, God. You are so merciful. I love you so much, Daddy. I love you so much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for the opportunity to teach your people, Lord God. I thank you for allowing me to serve them, to serve them, Lord God. Thank you for service. Thank you for the call on my life. My God, I don't despise the call. I enjoy the call. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for the call to be an appearance. I thank you for the gift to write, Lord God. I thank you for the gift you've given me for business and I thank you for letting me be your purpose pusher. And I thank you for what, how you use every gift and talent that you gave me, Father God. And I thank you for those gifts and talents, Lord God. And I thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and discernment, Lord God. And a word of knowledge for your people today, Lord God, so that they can be awakened to truth and walk in your truth, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, today you came to set the captive free. I bind up every principality, every demonic stronghold that has been holding them, that has been pinching them that has been grabbing them, that has been restraining them. And I cast it back to the pits of hell from which it came. I thank you today that Christ Jesus, freedom is coming to them in Christ Jesus, that they will no more be bound to the things of the past. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for your glory. I thank you for the grace 
Let them experience your grace. Let them understand your grace. Let them understand your love. My God, let them understand what Jesus did for them this day. My God, let them be full of your joy, your peace. My God, I glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 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 Thank you for keeping us from danger, seen and unseen. My God, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you for Apostle and Pastor Cheryl. Thank you for Roz and Alfred Warren. I thank you for Body of Christ. I thank you for those that go before us and teach us. I thank you for the elders. My God, I thank you for Pillow Talk and Coffee and Conversations and LMJ Inc. and LMJ Ministries, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you for Canaan Christian Center, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for my covenant partners. I thank you. You're going to blow their mind and liberally bless them. My God, my God, my God. Just thank him just a little bit longer. I can't let this go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Shonda. Thank you. Thank you for Andrea. Thank you for Kim. Thank you. Thank you for Jessica. Lord God, thank you for Tracy. Thank you for Deshauna. Thank you for Ramonda. Thank you for Stasi. Thank you for the team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for provision. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that every seed sown is being multiplied and coming back to us daily. My God, God, I thank you. My 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 God, I thank you. 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 Thank you, Lord God. I thank you that divine connections are coming to you today, that there is going to be a divine connection, that the opportunity is going to be in place. The next person you need to meet, the person that needs you come to come in, Next person you need to come into that to open up another door for you. I thank you that God is going to give you that divine connection today. And I received that for myself that you are lacking nothing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the building. Thank you for that, Tammy. Thank you for praying for the building. Thank you for the building. Thank you for the doors. Thank you for the opportunity to serve the homeless. Thank you that feed the streets is in every city, state, nation and world and that no one will be hungry due to due to what you provide through this ministry. I thank you. We'll be able to build up women entrepreneurs and teach them how to give their gifts. I thank you for strong communities. I thank you for provision like never before. Open the doors, God. Open the doors, God. We cast out every spirit of fear. We bind fear back to the pits of hell from which it came. We will not be fearful to advance. Advance today in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that there is no fear in your people that they will advance. They will go where you told them to go. They will sow where you tell them to sow. They will love like you tell them to love. They will walk and operate in your kingdom authority in Christ Jesus. They will share the gospel. They will not be afraid of what people think. They will not get weary and well-doing. I thank you, Father God, that your people are advancing right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That people are advancing right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, I thank you, thank you. Thank you, I receive that, Yara. I thank you, and New York. Thank you, Lord, and California. I receive that right now. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is an this is an atmosphere conducive to miracles. I thank you right now that your families are being re 
restored right now, that every broken place in your family is being restored in Christ Jesus. Your prodigal sons and daughters are coming home. Your marriages are going to operate and look like kingdom marriages. The chaff that's been in your marriage is being burnt up right now. I thank you, Lord God. Soul ties for my single people are being broken off your life right now. The soul tie that you've been struggling with is gone right now in the name of Jesus. I prophesy and declare that over your life, that that stronghold that has been keeping you bound to that person that you don't even need to be tied to is broken off your life right now in the name of Jesus. I declare marriages are being restored, that the Lord is going into your bedroom, that he is speaking into your heart, that he is speaking into the heart of your spouse, that he is knitting your hearts together, that you guys are serving God together, that you get the mission and the understanding and the purpose of your marriage right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that there are no more broken marriages. Restore, Lord God. Restore marriages right now, Lord God. Superimpose your idea of marriage over their own, Lord God. Let them see you. Let them hear you, Lord God. Give them a sign today, Lord God. Knit their hearts together. Let their hearts be one in Christ Jesus. Restore, Lord God. There is not anything that you can't do. Let glory be in their bedroom. Let the marriage be, let the bedroom be the the sanctuary for their marriage, Lord God. Heal their land, Lord God. You said if your people who are humbled Father God will humble themselves and pray that you would heal their land. So I thank you. You're healing their marriage. I thank you. You are restoring broken relationships with their children, Lord God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I bind every stronghold, every satanic attack, plot, employ that has been trying to come against the relationships, trying to come against their children, trying to come against the purpose of their children. I bind that satanic attack back. To, they will not be bullies. They will not not do well in school. I thank you that their children are excelling and doing well in their purpose, Lord God. I thank you you're giving their parents hope today, Lord God. Let them see your light, Lord God. Let them see your light, Lord God. Let them experience your light. I thank you for justice reigning in our life today, Lord God. I thank you your glory is being manifested in our money today, Lord God. Kingdom marriages, kingdom finances, kingdom children, kingdom business, Lord God. Show us your glory. You said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all of these things that shall be added unto you. So I thank you, Lord God, liberally supply the giver today. You said, according to Luke 6 and 38, those that give shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over, shall men and women give unto your bosom. So thank you, Father God, for giving back to the givers today. I thank you, Lord God. They are anxious for nothing. They are learning to cast their care on you because you care for them, Lord God. Restore, Lord God. Restore what the canker worm and the locust has eaten and devoured, Lord God. Restore the time unto them. Redeem the time and let your glory be gotten in every place in every way. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for rebuking the devourer for our sake. I thank you, Lord God. You said try and prove you in this, Lord God. Try and prove you in this. I thank you for every tither, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I I thank you. You are rebuking the devourer and that you are opening up the window and pouring out a blessing. Father, I thank you and see that we see you as healer, that there is no situation, no circumstance, no sickness, no disease, cancer. You got to get up and leave right now. Fibromyalgia, you got to get up and leave right now. Cystic fibrosis, you got to get up and leave right now. Autism, you got to get up and leave right now. Death, 
You got to get up and leave right now. I pronounce life over them right now in the name of Jesus. Let them live, live strong. Let them live out all the days of their life. I thank you. There will be no miscarriage or barrenness in their land. I thank you, Father God, for your Holy Ghost and your power. Can I say this? If you are a woman on here and your womb has been barren and you have been desiring for God to give you a baby, if you will put your hands on your womb right now and let me pray for you. Father God, I thank you. You are opening up their wounds right now in the name of Jesus, that their wombs are open, that their wombs are fertile, Lord God, and that when the seed is planted, it will take. I thank you. You're bringing forth birth. You said that there shall be no miscarriage, no barrenness in your land. So we seal up the womb, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, right now that the seed is taking plant, Lord God, endometriosis and whatever it is that has been trying to prevent them from bringing forth life. Lord God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, that you are giving them the desires of their heart and fruit will manifest. We thank you, Father God, for those that have been wanting to adopt, that you're opening up the doors to adoption, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for new homes and keys to new homes, Lord God. It doesn't have to be in conventional ways, but you know the petition, you know the desire. We thank you, you're opening up doors to homes and places to stay right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. We submit to your authority. We submit to your authority. We submit to your authority. Thank you, Father God. We thank you that the angels go before us, Lord God. We release and dispatch our angels to go get our harvest from the north, south, east, and west, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for wisdom, uh, for the wisdom of what to do in our finances, Lord God, that we will not be emotionally led. We thank you for Jesus. We rebuke death and bind it back to the pits of hell. We thank you for giving a life, Father God, that satisfies us. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you for new jobs. For those of you that have been petitioning God for new jobs, I want to stand in faith and agreement with you right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that their names come up first. I thank you, Lord God, that their names come up first, Lord God. I thank you today that their names come up first, that they get the phone call, that they get the interview, that they get the job, that they bypass the process. Let your favor rain on them today that their names come up first. Let their names come up first, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Show them your mercy. Even if they've been in sin, even if they haven't been right standing with you, Lord God, I'm petitioning you today for mercy. Give them your mercy, Lord. Let them feel your mercy. Let them see your mercy. Let them experience your mercy. I thank you for doors of opportunity coming to them today. Let their life be filled with your grace. My God, I thank you. 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 Thank you for kingdom post. Thank you for kingdom assignments. I thank you, Lord God, that you are revealing purpose to them today. Reveal to them their purpose today, Lord God. Let them understand who and what you called them here for. Let them understand the mission of their family. Let them understand their children today. Let them think it not odd today, Lord God. Let them, let them receive their children today, Lord God. Let them understand them today and let them receive them by faith. I thank you, thank you, thank you. I thank you, Holy Spirit. You are going before us as advocate, whispering in the ears of those that need to hear our name. My God, 
God, I thank you. My 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 thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Bills paid off. Debts demolished. Royalties received that this is our time of favor. We thank you, Lord, that favor goes before us. Favor produces supernatural increase. Favor causes policies, rules, and regulations to be restored to our advantage, Father God. And I want y'all to know something. I don't want y'all to spend any time worried about the coronavirus or any other virus they bring up. The enemy loves to have you in mayhem. He loves to have you in mayhem. He loves to have you scared or worried or fearful. Why would we spend any time focused on the coronavirus Coronavirus, when God has already said, right, right, already said, already said that we are healed. Sandra, Allah, I declare that every house that you want to sell, that you'll sell this year. I'm not saying that. I'm not boosting your ego up. That every house that you have on the market right now is sold, signed, sealed, and delivered because I know your faithfulness over kingdom. Yeah, don't spend no time on the coronavirus or when they start talking to you about Ebola and trying to, the enemy's job is to push fear in you. And so he'll want you to be afraid of them. Oh my gosh, we about to absolutely not. I'm not spending any time on this. I'm sealing my house in the blood of Jesus. I cancel the assignment of the enemy right now in Jesus name, right? We got time to be worried and oh, it's the coronavirus. No, absolutely not. It'll be a new virus next week. It'll be a new virus next week. If fear can set in, the job of fear is to set in so you won't walk in faith. You mean sit around, wash your hands, bleed, bleed the blood and keep going. Don't spend no time worried over that. You're, you have the blood of Jesus. You're covered. You're covered. Good, Xavier, you don't need to be. But the enemy will have you. Oh my gosh, they said coronavirus. No, no virus. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. You got to watch that stuff. That stuff is sent to attack you and to attack your mind. My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all ready to get in the word? <laughs> yeah, no plague shall come near your dwelling. No plague. Fear is a distraction. Y'all ready to get in the word? I want to talk to y'all today. I need to talk to y'all. My God, my God, I thank you. I thank you for his word. I thank you for the intercessors. They do, Xavier. You, you're right. You're right. And that's the thing we don't know. But if I can send you into panic and I can send you into mayhem, you'll start thinking differently outside of kingdom. We have nothing to worry about. We have nothing to worry about. Nothing Nothing, nothing, nothing to worry about. He said, no plague shall come near your dwelling. No plague. I'm, I'm Sandra, I want to see him open the doors. I can't wait to see this testimony. Anytime he magnifies a person's name, I, 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 boy, blow. I hope he blow your mind. I want him to blow you out the water. <laughs> I want him to blow. I want, I want deals to come to you that you can't even imagine. I pray he blow your mind and blow you out the water. That he blow Magnolia up and everywhere else. I want it to not make sense. I want him to overwhelm you and consume you with blessings. That's what I'm believing him for, that he overwhelm and consume you with blessings today. That houses are coming to you so fast, it won't make sense. That you'll have to call for partnership. That you'll have to call for partnership 
In the name of Jesus, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Yara, I love you. Yara, I love you. Yara, I love you. Yeah, Ginger, I wanted to be big. I wanted to blow her mind. I wanted to knock her socks off. I wanted to, I wanted to leave her quaking and trembling. <laughs> quaking and trembling. And she don't get it and she don't understand it. Bless her, Lord God. Bless her, bless her, bless her. Bless her, bless her, bless her. She's been a kingdom entrepreneur all the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory, 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 glory. I love you, Yara. I needed you to know that today. I love you. 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 My God, my God, I'm God. I hope I can get this word out today. <laughs> so let me, let me just give you the word. Let me give you some things to meditate on and we're going to wrap this up today. And then Sunday at six o'clock, the boys and I are going to come in and talk to you about, um, um, just family and, um, the last part of this and the first part of Ephesians six. So six o'clock, put a tack your clock, put your phone, put your alarm on. We're going to go live at six o'clock on, um, we're going to go live six o'clock on Sunday. And the boys and I are just going to have a conversation with you about, um, where we are in this and their mission as children. You better receive that as yourself, Sandra Townsend. You better, you better, you better. So they'll be there six o'clock. We'll do that six o'clock Sunday morning. We'll do that six o'clock Sunday morning. I mean, six o'clock Sunday evening, the boys and I are going to sit and do a family live and a family devotional and just talk to you about the mission as a family. And I'm going to let them share from your heart. There is an anointing and grace on my sons um, to teach the gospel. Um, so just be Sunday, lock it in. Mm, thank you for that. I received that y'all. I received that by faith. So lock in Sunday at six o'clock, set your alarm for Sunday, get your kids. I don't want it to just be you. I want you to get your family. I want you to get your kids. Um, I want you to allow us to speak into the life of your children on Sunday at 6 p.m. That's Sunday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central, not 6 a.m. I'm, I'm trying to let them rest. They were actually going to get up with me this morning, but I'm like, nope, y'all need to rest. So 6 p.m. The boys and I will go live Sunday and we're just going to do a family devotional and we're going to talk to you about kingdom families um, and the mission because we've been on the mission. So grab, yep, grab your girls, grab your family members, tell them to tune in um, and we're going to just talk to you about the mission of the family and their perspective, let you get your, their perspective, hear from them. Josiah is a teenager, Judah is still in elementary school, I have older sons. Um, I think this will be a good moment. Bring your kids. Your kids can ask questions that your kids can ask questions and um, build, build them up. So we have been in Ephesians five. I want to give you we got about 15 more minutes. I want to give you some word to chew on. We've been in Ephesians five. God has led us through this journey to understand the mission of our relationships. And when I got to yesterday, I said, God is so funny um, because he was setting us up to understand what Paul is saying to us next, because what Paul is saying to us next has been so controversial. Right. And we know that Ephesians five has been telling us to live by the light. Right. It's been telling us to live a life filled with love. It's told us to follow the example of Christ. I have so many notes. It's told us to live a life by the spirit so that we could live in power. It's told us to be careful to determine what pleases the Lord so that we don't take any part of worthless 
um, deeds of evil, right? It's told us to be careful how we live, that we are not to live like fools, that we are to be wise. It's told us not to be drunk um, with new wine. It's teaching us how to um, how to how to um, use our time wisely. And now we're on this part where it's teaching us to live a spirit guided life in our relationship. And it's giving us the peace that we need for wives and husbands. And even for those of us that do not have, um, even for those of us that are not married yet, it is told us, it is talked to us about, uh, it is talked to us about how and what we're supposed to do as a wife and a husband. And so, um, I am, I am going to give you this piece. I'm going to give you some things that God told me this morning. And I titled today's devotion, a little bit of rebellion. And the reason I titled the, the devotional, a little bit of rebellion is anytime we can't walk in what God has said to us, it's because we're rebelling against the word. And, um, and it's easy for us to rebel against the word when we don't want to receive it in the scripture or when it's coming against our flesh. So let's look up the definition of rebellion. Rebellion, it means the opposition to the one in authority. My God. So the rebellion means the opposition to the one in authority, the resistance to the established government of kingdom. So when we start saying rebellion. It's an instance of defiance and resistance. So when I'm saying that you may be operating in a little bit of rebellion, it means you're defying kingdom authority. You're defying God's standard, his way of doing things, right? You're, you're doing, you're deciding you've made a decision that I'm going to do things my way and I'm not going to do things according to what God has said. Um, I'm going to do these on my, on my, my terms and my watch and how I feel like it. the word, this part of the word is not going to have place in my life. Cause I don't feel like, it. I don't feel like working on this. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like honoring you in my marriage. I don't feel like honoring you as a child. I don't feel like this. And we learned yesterday, as far as our kids are concerned, the way that they operate in the laws and in kingdom is through us, through us being the leading example, through us uh, teaching them the laws to us, to us. And so anytime we see rebellion in our kids, it's probably because it's rebellion in us. I ain't going to sip tea this morning, but I'm going to give it to you like you gave it to me. And so if we're seeing rebellion, if we're seeing all of this in our kids, it's probably because there's rebellion in us because we sowed those seeds, but we plucked up those seeds. And so, so Isaiah 55, um, now I, I first, no, hold on. I'm sorry. My, <laughs> for my thoughts, are, Isaiah 55 and eight, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways. Your ways <laughs> declares the Lord. That's Isaiah 55 and eight. So anytime we see some rebellion in our kids, there's probably some rebellion in us, right? Anytime we see some things in our family going on, it's probably the seeds that have been sown. And so as we get into Ephesians, um, and I'm getting ready to read this and then I'm going to go back to the scriptures I need to give you. So this is Ephesians 5, 24 and it says, and further submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ. Remember, I told you there's a kingdom rank. There's a kingdom authority. God established kingdom be the certain way. He established the man to be the head of the household. I'm, I, I need to say this. 
He established the man to be the head of the household, not just the head to Lord Lord over, but he also established the man to be the spiritual head of the household. Right. And so there's a kingdom authority of God. There's a kingdom ranking. I remember my husband used to say um, if he had said if God told him to do something and he did not do it, he would always take the responsibility and say, it's on me because I'm the head of the household. I'm to lead this house. I'm to lead this house. And so anytime I'm not leading this house appropriately, then I'm responsible for this. Right. So. So it says, and further submit to one another out of the reverence for Christ for wives. This means submit to your husband as to the Lord for a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church as the church submits to Christ. So you wives should submit to your husbands in everything for husbands. This means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or a wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault in the same way. Husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies for a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. There's so much in this. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united in one. This is a Christ and the church are one. So again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. So I'm probably going to have to part two this because there's rich. There's a lot in this. But I want you to understand that anytime we're having a problem with this, it's because there's a little rebellion in us. It's because we don't understand that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts and that his ways are higher than our ways. If, if a husband has a problem loving his wife like Christ loves the church, the problem is he probably doesn't love God like that. And he probably doesn't love himself like that, which is also why as women, before we get joined to someone, see, it's okay for you to wait for wait women, even if he chooses you. My God, that's a word for somebody. It's okay for you to wait. It's okay for you to petition God. It's okay for you to pray. Even if he chooses you, it's okay for you to ask God because you need to, you need to be able to submit to someone who's worthy to be submitted to. Who's, who's positioned itself under Christ Jesus. Who's position. That's for my single women and men that's positioned itself. And if you're a single man, you need to become somebody worthy to be submitted to. You need to become somebody worthy to be submitted to. You need to become somebody worthy and women, you need to know he's worthy. But in the meantime, as women, you need to work on yourself so that you can honor him the way that God would have you honor him, right? You need to, you need to wait. That's why it's okay for you to wait. It's why it's okay why for you to not move so fast. But when there is a little rebellion working in you, you will fight against this passage of scripture. You won't receive this scripture to be the truth. You as a man will not love like Christ loves the church. You as a woman will not submit unto him as you are submitting unto God, right? And so 
We have to understand when we start eating truth like this, it's hard for us to eat truth like this because there's a little rebellion in us. There's a little flesh working in us saying, ah, oh, God didn't really mean this when God really meant this. So God is saying to us today, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. They are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways, declares the Lord. So stop thinking for me. And anytime that you're thinking against me or anytime you're resisting me and your word or anytime you try to play like this word isn't the truth, it's because there's a little rebellion working in you. There's something working in you that's keeping you from receiving this as the truth, right? Right. Receiving this as, um, as the all truth. And it's the all, it's the all truth. It's, it's the, uh, it's the all it's the all truth that they know it's all the truth. Do you hear me? Like it's all the truth. Um, all scripture is God breathed and is used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. That's second Timothy three and 16, not some scripture. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Let me give you the next part of this. I'm going to give it to you in the New Living Translation. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaching, teaches us to do what is right. Let me give it to you in the English Standard Version. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Let me give it to you in the Berean Study Bible. All scripture is God breathed and is useful for instruction, for conviction, for correction, and for training in righteousness. So Paul is giving us this, right? Good, Xavier, thank you. Paul is giving us this, saying to us, look, I'm giving this to you so that you can have a godly household. I'm giving this to you so your marriage will sustain. I'm giving this to you so you can have revelation. All scripture is inspired by God. And so when rebellion is working in you, you won't receive this as your truth. You, you won't, you'll justify why you can't. You'll talk about the strongholds. You'll talk about, well, they, we didn't do this culturally. You'll speak against culture. I remember one time I was sitting at the table with somebody and we were discussing going somewhere. And I said to them, I said, um, before I make this decision, I need to ask my husband. I have to ask him first. And I remember she looked at me and she leaned over the table and she said, you got this little submission thing down pat. And my flesh wanted to rise up, but the spirit just looked at her and smiled and said, it, it works for my household. It, it works for my household. Like it works for my household for me to honor him in major decisions. Now I don't, I didn't have to ask him for many things, but in major decisions, we made a plan that we wouldn't make major decisions without each other. But we also made a decision that there was an executive order in the house, right? And if my husband needed to make an executive decision without him, that without me, that I would trust the God in him. And I'm telling you his executive decisions preserved us and saved us, right? Right? His executive decisions preserved us and saved us. I remember we, our house flooded out in 2009. We were not in a flood zone. We were not, we were not in a flood zone at all. We should not have flood. The rain were pouring out. The rain was pouring out. The rain was pouring out. Our ditches backed up. 
But earlier that summer, my husband kept seeing water come into the house in his dreams. And he said, we need to buy a flood policy. And I said, we don't need to spend that money on a flood policy, right? And we don't need to spend, spend that money on a flood policy. And he was like, we need a flood policy. And so he came home. He did not ask me anymore about it. He came home. He had a flood policy. I'm pretty sure the insurance agent thought my husband was foolish because we weren't in a flood zone. He bought the flood policy. He put it up. And I said, you bought the policy? And he said, yes, I did. I made an executive decision for our household. He bought that flood policy in June, October of 2009. It rained like crazy. It rained like crazy. Our ditches backed up. Our flood, our house was flooded. Now, if you didn't know, I'm tall. I'm almost six feet. There was water up to above my knee. We had to emergency evacuate the house. I was um, eight months pregnant at the time. And we had just, we had to get out the house. The house flooded when we got in the car and somebody called and was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? You need anything? All I could do was look and say, we have flood insurance. Like we have flood insurance. And so there was an executive order. There was some kingdom conversation in our house. When he felt the pressing of the Lord, he had to make the decision and he wasn't getting ready to consider my feelings. He wasn't getting ready to consider. He was going to do what was best for our household. And I know some of y'all are saying, but Lakeisha, my husband is not in that position. Pray him into position. Pray your husband into position. Get the scripture, get the word and start praying over your, your husband. The word is infallible. Pray your husband into position. If you're not married yet, pray for a godly husband that will love you like Christ loved the church. That's all you need to pray for. Don't pray for all that other stuff. Lord, I need someone who's going to love me, who is a man after your own heart. Pray him into position. Pray the scripture. I pray. I'm not even married. And I pray over my husband that's coming now as if he's here. And so the executive order. Now, my emotions and my feelings was kind of in the way. But being really realistically, this happened. And so anytime we can't operate in this executive order that was set by kingdom, that was set by God, is because we have rebellion in us. We have rebellion in us. We don't know honor. We don't know how important honor is to God. We don't know how much um, God will favor us in a situation if we are honor. And the reason that we cannot receive this is because we don't understand the spiritual side of God. First Corinthians 2.14 says the person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. There's an executive order for the house. <laughs> There's an executive order for the house. I can't get this. If I try to discern this with my flesh, my flesh is rebellious. My flesh is rebellious. My flesh is not going to let me receive this. And then it says, as for you, right, right. As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it taught you, you will remain in him. If you want every relationship to remain in God, guess what's going to have to happen? You're going to have to allow the anointing, the anointing of my life, the anointing on the pastors, prophets, teachers, the anointing of the Holy Spirit to teach you because we've been rebellious for so long and out of order, the out of order, like out of order. We haven't been following the executive plan and order. And because we haven't been following 
the executive plan in order for God's will for our life. Our marriages are all over the place. Our children are all over the place. We've subjected ourselves to the world. See, the world likes for you to live in rebellion because it knows as long as you're living in rebellion, you're not in kingdom. It knows that. It knows that if a wife won't submit to her husband, if she won't honor him with the words of her mouth, if she won't esteem him, if she won't love him, it knows that you are in rebellion. It knows that. The world knows that. That's why it likes to present everything to you but the word of God. It'll give you even something that looks like the word. And so we have to make a decision to deal with the rebellion in us and see what the word says so that we can walk in kingdom executive order. Men, you need to find out if she understands submission even before you marry her. What does the word say? Ask her, what does the word say about you in reverence as you being a wife? Like, what does the word say? What is the word speaking to you about how you should be as a wife? Spend more time asking questions. What does the word say to you about you, you being a husband? If he can't tell you that I'm supposed to love you like Christ loves the church and understand what that means and asking him, what does that mean? See, we spend so much time asking you, can I give you a little bit of something? We spend so much time asking about credit and professional status and trying to be power, power couples that we forget to seek out and ask the most important things, which are the spiritual things, right? We'll ask about your credit. When I married my husband, can I tell you something? He only made about $1,000 a month and we had kids between us. <laughs> we had kids between, he only made about $1,000 a month. He, he didn't have that much money. He, he did not have his own car. He did not have his own house. But spiritually, he was aligned with the word of God. Spiritually, he was like, he didn't have a whole lot. He had made about $1,200 a month. He was in barber school. Like he was not, I, I, I did not have time. I had to seek the face of God. I did not have time to petition or seek him out according to this world's standard or I would have been messed up. I would have been messed up. So you need to dig deep and find out where her spirit. I need you to be spiritually good for me, baby. I need you to be able to pray me through. I need you to understand the real question. You need to be asking about their spirituality. God will work out the credit. God will work out the finances. When you are divinely aligned with God's will, God will put all that other stuff in place. When you are on his mission, when you understand the mission of marriage, when you understand you are being called into kingdom circumstances and situations, God will work out all that other stuff. God will pull you. You'll be able to, you'll be able to do financially what you never did before because you're in alignment with God's word. And when you don't keep doing focus on these external things, God will do exactly what he needs to do. When our house flooded out, we needed, we needed a whole lot of work done on the house. Right. And so when our house flooded out, when our house flooded out, we had a brand new house. <laughs> we had a brand new, it was an older house. We had a brand new house and it was my husband's desire. And so a $300 policy led to almost $25,000 in reconstruction that we needed anyway. And anything we were lacking, God provided. So even though I didn't understand the policy, the policy rebuilt, restructured our house and gave us what we needed for that season and set us in a process. And we paid for $300 for 20 something thousand dollars. Mm -mm. 
So I'm just telling you, you got to deal with the rebellion in you and understand the executive order, what God is saying to us about marriage. And that's what you seek for those that are single. And for those that are married, this is what I want in my life. And this is what I want in my household, right? That this is what I want in my, this is what I want in my household, right? This is, I'm not having anything else. That's it. That's it. I think that's it. So if I can discern this, if I'm rebelling, I need my spirit to be able to discern that. That's one thing you need to take away. That's first Corinthians two 14. God's thoughts are not my thoughts. That's Isaiah 55 and eight. I cannot do this on my way. I cannot, I cannot do this in my own thoughts, right? I need the spirit, the anointing to teach me this. That's first John two and 27. And then all scripture is for my benefit and my good. That's second Timothy three and 16. That's the mission for my house to be set in executive kingdom order and nothing less. And the boys and I are going to come talk to you. I can talk on marriage, family, restoration for a lifetime. Like God has just given me wisdom. Like I could do this all day. I could talk to you about building your marriage, building yourself, this entrepreneurship, uh, marriage, family, kids. Like those are my graces. Those are the things that I love to talk, but you, so receive this today. I could just keep going, but we got to go. I love y'all. We got to go. I love y'all. I love y'all. If you came back in, if came in late, go back and get it from the beginning. God is so good to us. He'll give you the wisdom you need for everything. The scripture is real. The scripture is real. The scripture is so real. Father God, thank you for your people. Thank you, Father God, for opening the eyes of our understanding and dealing with the rebellion in us. <laughs> Father God, show us the areas in which we've been rebellious. Give us ears to hear, to see, to discern. Let our lives line up with kingdom, the executive order that you set for us through Christ Jesus. Let us understand our righteousness and let us understand there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. You predestined us, preordained us for purpose from the very beginning time and let Jesus become the center of all that we are and all that we are attached to. In Jesus name. Amen. Right. In Jesus name. Amen. If you want to, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and savior, I would love to introduce him to you. All that you got to do right now is say, Jesus, I'm giving you my heart. I'm a sinner, right? I'm a sinner. Accept him as Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. And then let me disciple you. Let me get you to the water. Let's get baptized. Let's get restored and renewed. Jesus is available to you. The only reason that I'm like this is Jesus. I ain't like this. Like I ain't get like this overnight. Small bites still equal a meal. I'm only like this because of Jesus. I be, because of righteousness, because of grace, because of mercy. This ain't Lakeisha. This ain't my flesh. This is the God in me. This is who God is in me. Receive this word today. Share this word today. Let's get in kingdom order so that we can see the kingdom advance. I love y'all so much. But more than anything else, God loves you. 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 And nothing Romans um, 828 tells us 838 tells us there is absolutely nothing that can separate us from the love of God. Right now, do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God, the freedom, the peace, the joy of God be in you and all around you. We'll see you Sunday at six o'clock. Tell someone to come in. Get your kids. Get your kids there. Get your kids there. Get your kids, get your nieces, get your nephews, whoever it is. Get them there and let's talk about kingdom family and kingdom kids on Sunday at 6 p.m. I'll see y'all. I love y'all so much. Pray my strength. Pray for the boys. 
seal my house in the blood of Jesus. I love y'all. And I'll see y'all Sunday at 6 p.m. Love, peace, and blessing. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.